All right, Alex, another week in the books. Another hey, ex- you're back. Another exciting. Hey. I am back. And you got a you're lot of compliments from, from listeners while I was gone, just so you know. I have a very hard time believing that considering <laughs> I couldn't talk. <laughs> like, so I'm, Can't I'm got back. your tongue? Well, I mean, after the wedding and I'm sitting there, I'm just like, Oh my God, Jason said he can't do this. And I'm like, like if you listen back to it, like the first sentence, like you can hear like my throat, like catch. And I'm like trying to like get words out from sing. Like it was bad. It was bad. So, (laughs) Hey, we're back. We are back and we have what? Three weeks into the books week four waiver wire. In this house, baby. In this house. Well, Going bef- on like four years. Before we get to some random ass running backs, let's roll the intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krogh. Let's go! Fantasy Football Sackos, three weeks down, mm-hmm. a million to go. Not enough, honestly. Um, Week three was interesting. There's some hot rookies going off because, because, you know, we got the first month kind of out of the way a little bit. We're coming. The first month is coming to a close and now we got rookies starting to poke their heads out just a wee bit. There's um, also some old men that are balling out too. the the ghost of Keenan Allen that everybody was out on uh, that we ended up being pretty high on. I nailed Keenan Allen this year, I will say, but that offense is amazing because it's like it 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 just continues to produce at a high level regardless of all the injuries around it right now with Eckler missing time and Mike Williams TKO'd with an ACL injury it just means more targets for whoever's left and that person right now is Keenan Allen who had yeah, I think yeah, the most like four, it was like a 40% target share or yeah. something like that on 40 passes. Yep, like, and he had the most targets silly. and the most yards for any game in his career. Um potentially most catches too. So with a solid 18 36 fantasy points and half PPR scoring, not mad about it. Um obviously yeah, I mean, you go I, I was just going to say real quick, you go down the top 10 of wide receivers right now. How many can you name? How many can I name of yeah receivers? without without looking? And this this does not include some of the night games on Monday night. We're recording this at nine thirty, so it hasn't updated for for AJ Brown. But I don't think he cracked the top ten anyway. Ah, uh, let's see. Well, I would probably start with Keenan because he's, he's on two. my team. Puka. Because he's on my team. Uh, he's not on here, but he will be. He was four coming into the week. Um, so he'll, he'll be up there. Yep. Uh, Tyreek has exploded to start the year. Number one. Um, Jay Jeffy got to be up there. Three. Ayuk uh, missed a week, but I th- feel like before. Besides that, he was probably up there because he just exploded. He, he had, yeah, he had a big week one, uh, kind of disappeared. Uh, Debo Samuel uh, was five going into the Monday night games. Uh, Stefan Diggs, Tank Dell. Here we are. The 23% owned Tank Dell is uh, your wide receiver, like eight coming into the night games. Uh, That's wild. Just behind, 
or sorry, just ahead of Adam Thielen, uh, who's only rostered in 54% of leagues. Both wow. of them uh, should be your primary wide receiver targets this week. Uh, if, if you haven't already, thankfully I did talk about tank Dell last week while you were gone. I actually literally talked about every single Texans, uh, wide receiver and Dalton Schultz on the pod last week. Uh, and CJ Stroud is off to an amazing start. I believe he has the third most yards ever for a rookie after their first three games. So yeah, tank Dell with an outstanding performance, even though Nico Collins disappeared. Yeah, he did. And, you know, on draft night, CJ Stroud banged the table for them to pick up Tank Dell. And maybe now we see why. Have you ever banged a table before? I have. Have Kinky. you not? No, no, I, I have not. <laughs> so, sounds like a, a hard proposition. Um, oh, my God. So, yeah, nice little. So after a, a kind of a scraggly week one, uh, 10 targets, seven targets the last two weeks, seven for 72 and a touchdown against Indian week two, five for 145 and a touchdown against Jacksonville uh, has Pittsburgh this week that Devontae Adams just carved up um, at at home. I don't mind the matchup. They're they're going to be throwing, and so man, it's going to be two deploy, teams falling into each Texans. other for three hours. Deploy the De- Texans. Yeah. Deploy what a, yeah. what a sorry offense the Pittsburgh Steelers offense has looked like thus far. But uh, Texans playoff schedule: you have Titans in Nashville, then you have the Browns at home, and then you are home against the Titans in Houston for Tank Dell. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really like that at all, actually. But no. he'll be serviceable until you get there. Uh, really hate the Cleveland matchup. Yeah, right in the middle, too. In the second round, I mean, Cleveland's defense is just otherworldly right now. So uh, how much fab are you spending on Tank Dell? Uh, I think you could justify going up to 10 to 15% for him. Yeah, um, I always justify more than you do. I was going to say 15 to 20 if you want him because I think that's where he goes. He's That's just, fun. he's I, been electric. I, yeah. So. I think, I think he's worth, worth going out and getting, uh, for the 23% own tank Dell. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I like who knows? I, I do like, I talked about last week, game script is going to fit them, but game script didn't even fit them this week. And they were still throwing the ball all over the field. Cause they, they beat the crap out of the Jaguars, which was mildly surprising. Yep. Can we move on to the one guy I thought we were going to do the lead in with, which is yeah, Devon A Chan? Yeah, I, and, I, and it's A Chan. It's not A Chain, as you. Very, I feel bad for you because you really wanted to say A Chain, and he's off the chain, and I'm sure you had some other puns that you were going to go with, and I ruined your fun. So I apologize. Yeah, it's, it's it's okay. I know people are still going to try and correct and say it is A Chain, but it's A Chan per Adam Schefter. Um, he probably just broke fantasy football, 212 rushing yards, 18 <laughs> carries, 30 receiving yards on four catches. Oh, and he score, scored four times. Um, just and so that, did his other backmate. Yeah. Yeah. So did 31 year old Raheem Mostert. What an obscene offense that is just by far and away the fastest team in the league. Also, can I say, that maybe just maybe the bears are not the worst team in the league because it might be the Denver Broncos. Have, have you seen the spread? No. What's the spread? The, the, the Broncos are at soldier field this week. 
And what's the spread? Is it a pick em? The Broncos are favored to win by three and a half points. <laughs> I would take the Bears the to road. cover that. Uh, I, I would not. Really? I, I know the Broncos. Yeah, I know the Broncos just gave up 70. The Broncos but, gave uh, up 70. Care. They're probably going to give up less than 20 to the Bears. Oh, my God. Just, yeah. Every point between the 70 and whatever the Bears put up just shows you how wide the gap is between us and competitive teams. Yeah. Sorry, I know you want to talk about HN. We'll get back to him. I, I think you can drop Khalil Herbert. I, I think you can. Yes. I, I think yes. that. Oh, Roshan. Like, Tell me about Roshan. Yeah, well, do you want to go back? So Roshan has increased the snap percentage every game. He started this that game. Yeah, I yeah. So I would go pick up Roshan. Definitely over Herbert if if they're both available. I would prefer Roshan, but that offense just sucks. So I don't know if you want to, to do with anything. Honestly, at some point they might break out. Their schedule isn't tremendously hard, but um, I think you could almost drop Justin Fields to screw it. Like let somebody else look at him on a weekly basis and just go pick up Kirk Cousins, who's probably already gone, or just Jordan Danny Love. Jones, just literally anybody else. Jordan um, Jordan Love, man. Yeah, he there is, you go, Jordan Love. Jordan Love. He's a top three quarterback, and he is rostered in only 47% of leagues and he's quarterback three. Hello, Don't understand darkness, that my one. old friend. How Brock, are we back? Brock Purdy? To, how, Brock Purdy. How are we back to this though, where fields, the bears had a better quarterback and now we're back to this where shockingly the Packers have a top five fantasy quarterback and the bears don't. Why, 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 why? Um, why? Because coaching. The, I get it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know the answer. Coaching and it's talent and it's the refusal to like address key issues. Also, Justin yeah, but Fields. Love's best receivers out. His left tackles out. Like it's yeah. not like they're. It's just coaching. Well, and you would take DJ Moore over Christian Watson anyway, or for sure Dobbs. He gets the ball out on time. Justin Fields holds the ball longer than anyone else in the league other than maybe Patrick Mahomes. And that's not me just that that's not hyperbole. That is fact. It's the fact. two no, the two yeah, of them fair. hold the ball the longest in the league. The difference is Mahomes can scramble, negotiate pressure and get the ball out often doing awkward arm angle passes, no look passes, whatever craziness against the grain and Justin Fields just runs around and gets sacked. So Literally like that's, that's, that's the difference and they're terrible and he's not good this year. They are not doing any design runs for him They're They've done two, what three or four on the season. Now he was averaging five per game design runs last year. Say what you want about Matt Nagy, but like that's the guy's one thing that he can do well is run the ball and you're not even letting him do that. He's not like, I don't think he's a passer at this point. I genuinely don't. So tank for the first overall pick again, trade fields and pick up uh, uh, Caleb out of uh, USC. 
I hate everything. So yeah, if, if you're Burn looking for a the quarterback, there, sell the there, there should be there should be plenty. You were talking about uh, Jay Love's uh, schedule down the stretch uh, for playoffs. I know that you, uh, quite frankly, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, Jordan Love playoff schedule for the Packers. Uh, week 15, Tampa Bay at home at Carolina at Minnesota. Like that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, and if Christian Watson's back and, and if love's going to keep playing the way he has Tampa Bay week 15, like there could be weather there. There could be some weather at home. Uh, otherwise you're at Carolina, no weather concerns and in a dome in Minnesota against maybe like a bottom five defense. So yep, love the love the dome, love the matchup. Um, all right, back to Devin A. Chan. Devon A. Chan. Devon A. Chan. A. Chan. Devon A. Chan. <laughs> we got there. We just had to talk about <laughs> 10 other dudes first. That's F and teamwork. So is how much okay, fabric I are you spending? <sighs> okay, so couple things, right? You put up 50 so, fantasy points. How many, how many dollars are you spending? Give me a number. Just hold on. No, give me before, a damn number. No, just settle down. Oh my before God. We, before we give the people what they I'll want. Start the timer. Need... You have one minute. Okay, fine. Number one, Raheem Mostert's clearly still the number one back. Number two, Raheem Mostert's going to get hurt at some point. Number three, Jeff Wilson Jr., uh, will be coming back at some point. Number four, I think you could spend at least sixty-five to seventy percent on on Devon Achan because was that so hard? A, it took you twenty-five seconds. Well, that just patience. <laughs> this is not like my God. If Devon Devon Achan seventy percent, Jordan seventy percent. Well, I think you could. Like, if you're hurting at running back, like. And he's available. Why not? Like, so you in so our you, league, Mister No Running Backs, trotting Gus Edwards out there, doing you damn crappy, right I did. crappy flops on the football well, yeah. field. Yeah, he's not available. Otherwise, I would have. How desperate are you? How much would have spent are you put on him? I would have spent everything on him because I. But he's not available in our league. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Achan isn't out there. No. Stops. Who else picked him up? Your brother has him. No, he dropped him. Oh, he did? Yeah, he's out there. Oh, God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. I, 100%, bro. 49.3 right. fantasy points. Devon Achan, how much, he, how much fab are you putting down? I will be spending every dollar that I own. <laughs> You're way too cheap to ever do that. And you and I both know it. No, I'm not. Really? You're going to put every dollar down? Yeah, probably. Um, Because I'm waiting for, like, I get Kamara back this week. I have Jonathan Taylor in the IR spot. And so if Taylor doesn't come back, then I I need an RB2. Even though Gus Edwards, top five all time in yards per carry at the running back position. No, he got concussed. No, um, he's he's bad. Also, no, no, he was averaging five yards a carry, and then he got concussed. Mm. That's that's all factual. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. so yeah, I 
I think you could justify spending every dollar, um, depending on your roster makeup on Devon A. Chan, uh, to, to make sure that you get him. Um, if you're not that desperate, I, I think I would spend at least half of it. Uh, Mike McDaniel, and he, he knows how to scheme guys open uh, when two is healthy. And, you, and so Jalen Wilde didn't even play on Sunday and they still put up 70. Um, and so if you're trying to stop Tua and Waddle and Tyreek, and there's a reason why Mostert's been running wild uh, like Hulkamania in the 80s. So let's just assume that like what if and when most gets dinged up it's devon achan's job and um i mean you saw what he could do you sure did um is that, is that fair did, did i answer your question concisely enough concisely yeah sure um okay i was on sunday at eleven forty-five. i was looking at my team and I had Devonte Parker on my roster, and I went to yuck. I went to go <laughs> add Devon Achan to the end of my bench and drop Devonta Parker or Devonte Parker because you know. I'm glad you didn't. Um, um, what's his face got ruled out? Jeff Wilson and uh, Achan was uh, you know set up to be the number two back. And I was like, oh, rookie's going to get a little play. If he pops off a little bit, it'd be nice to have him on my bench already. And then I was like, eh, Denver has a really good defense. He's not going to do anything. And if he does something, it'll just be okay. And I can get him on the cheap on the waiver wire next week. I think it's more likely that Devontae Parker pops off a little bit. And then uh, basically my worst fears came to be Devontae Parker did absolutely nothing against the Jets, put up less than three (laughs) fantasy points on only three targets. And uh, H.N., well, everyone knows what he did. So um, as for Fab, as for Fab and how much you should spend on him, Raheem Mostert has done a lot of things, scored a lot of fantasy points. The one thing he has never done is play a full season of, of football uh, healthily. So um, I think it's not a matter of if, but more a matter of when Mostert goes down. He's also obviously well over that cliff for running back useful life um i think he's certainly serving as the bridge at least this year and will most likely be gone next year um so i just think it's almost a matter of time before hn probably gets the keys maybe by the second half the one thing i need to see is his playoff schedule which the lead in. All right. Oh, my. Just I'm going to start at week 12. You're at the Jets. <laughs> at the Jets. Not week great. 12. Tough. Week, tough matchup. Week 13 at Washington. Tough matchup. No, that's fine. Week 14 at home, Tennessee. Hmm. So three, three not great matchups going into the fantasy playoffs. Fantasy playoffs week one. The Jets again at home. Week 16, Dallas at home. That's fine. They didn't look very good last week. They did not look very good, but they've looked a lot better so far this year, although they did lose digs. Um, Week 17 at Baltimore, playoff week, championship week. I mean, they just gave it up to Gardner Minshew all day. Minshew mania. It's just, it's a little bit, it's on the tougher side. 
So it's, yeah, that's that's not easy. I also it's do the AFC trust East. Yeah, I, I, I trust uh, trust their coach and and their skill position guys to make that okay. Um, on to other players, um, Zach Moss, if he's not, we usually only talk about under 50%. Zach Moss is only rostered in 78% of ESPN leagues. Um, he should be rostered in all of them at this point, uh, until, um, will he or won't he Jonathan Taylor come back and play? Um, Jarek McKinnon, uh, your boy, 51% rostered, had two touchdowns this week. I know that that hurts you, uh, after drafting him. I just got to keep him. Uh, only had five touches, but uh, did have two touchdowns. Uh, you and me both think that they're saving him towards the end of the season. Yeah, um, I mean, they completely I, are. I just, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm too impatient to hold on to a guy for eight or nine weeks, watching him do like nothing on my bench. And because like, that's the thing with McKinnon, like he had almost no touches, popped off, scored twice. You're never going to start him. He's going to pop off on your bench and it's just going to piss you off that you didn't start him. And then the week you do start him, he's not going to do anything because that's when Kelsey's going to score twice and, you know, Tony's going to get like, it's just so. Yeah. Don't, don't piss yourself off. I think I, I, (laughs) what I do think you could do is you could trade, you could trade for him around the halfway point of the season, right before he starts getting actually utilized going into the playoffs that that's that's maybe something there but. fair uh other players that did at least something uh Clyde Edwards Alaire had 15 carries against the lowly bears uh, I would not pick him up he's six per, uh six percent owned uh Rico Dowdle um yeah he scored his first for Tony Pollard yeah, he scored his first career touchdown. Three catches, 25 yards, uh, and that score. Um, you know, his carries the first couple of weeks, six, seven, and four, um, but ended up with seven touches this week. So, I mean, he's getting seven seven touches a week. Um, so, not owned in 2% of leagues, probably would stay away at this point. Uh, la, 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 Latavius. Uh, Murray scored a touchdown, 2% owned. Wouldn't touch him. No. Um, Tony, Tony Jones Jr. was kind of a one-week uh, replacement. Tony um, Jones! For the, Tony Jones. Um, but now that uh, my boy Alvin Kamara is back, uh, I would not touch that either. So that, uh, I believe, covers the running backs. Um, I, I guess Matt Breida is is one uh, to talk about otherwise. Um, with Saquon being out, um, Matt Breida kind of did all of the heavy lifting for the Giants. Uh, he's only owned at 26% of leagues, um, did, did have a touchdown. Um, so he should definitely be added as well. Um, I don't think I missed anybody else. I know, I know Brito only had seven touches, but I mean, when you're facing the, the 49ers, you're not really expecting much out of, out of your running back, uh, next week, Seattle. And then at Miami, um, if Saquon does have high ankle sprain, um, breed is a, a fine ad for a plug and play there as well. Okay. Yeah. Just based on the matchup. I don't know. The Giants offense just looks so bad this year. And we thought that they weren't going to be as bad, but they are just trash. Um, well, they, I, I feel like it, just watching them, uh, Darren Waller needs to practice. Like he, he throws the, to Waller a ton 
and yeah. they're like they're just off, um, and and that's really been hurting their offense. I, I, the Giants did explode against the Cardinals in the second half uh, last week, um, but yeah, it's it it has not been as explosive. And when you lose Saquon, it's it's just not going to be no. Um, did, did you have anybody else to add on the uh, the running back front? No, um, I mean. Outside of those guys, if you're in like a deeper league, like if Roshan's out there, I would try and get Roshan. He's still only rostered in a third of leagues. He's slowly, you know, consuming that leading role. Other than that, I don't know, just like lottery ticket running backs, Elijah Mitchell, if in case somebody goes down. Josh Kelly obviously has not panned out. Um Right. I, I don't think you can drop him though. Like I think he just has to sit on your bench. I I don't know. Or well, what are you doing with Josh Kelly? Like I mean, two, once two starts back, does nothing. Yeah, once Eckler's back, I think you can drop him. Um I'd rather take like Tajay Spears for the Titans. Yeah. Uh, who's, on, who's only rostering twenty five percent of leagues. I believe he outsnapped uh, twenty seven to seventeen. Yeah, by a pretty substantial margin. They're clearly trusting him in pass protection. Um, and uh, Tajay Spears has run around on 46% of Tannehill's dropbacks. Um, so really disappointing for Derrick Henry. Um, Melvin Gordon, I guess. Um, if, no. if Gus is out with a concussion. And I mean, Justice Hill didn't you play. You have to be Melvin so Gordon. desperate. You asked for deeper guys. I'm, I'm giving yeah, you some. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. So, I mean, when, um, you know, what, once Gus went out, they gave the ball to, to Gordon to try to finish that game, and it didn't work. So, if Hill and Edwards are gone, then Melvin Gordon is a guy. Yeah. Yep. All right, wide receivers. Why is nobody talking about Adam Thielen? He's rostered in about half of ESPN leagues. 26 fantasy points this week. Uh, it looked, I mean, 14 targets, well, nine targets well, last Andy. week. I mean, he's got it a little bit. He's still got a little juice. He's like a, what, what the, the Y receiver? Like the, like the, he's like a cross between a tight end and a receiver. Like he can move a little bit. More than like your average tight end, he's just slow. <laughs> but he has slow. experience. Yes, he does. Fourteen targets. Andy Dalton out there slinging the rock with uh, Bryce Young on the sidelines. Another. I mean, DJ Chark out of nowhere. Seventeen fantasy points. Do 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 do. Eleven targets this week when he had one target last week. Uh, granted, again, do, you do, change do, quarterbacks. Do, 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 do. From Bryce Young Andy Dalton. to Andy Dalton. Um, but seriously, 11 targets, 86 yards, and a score. Granted, half of half of the yardage came on uh, his touchdown catch of 47 yards. But still, good to see the production. And both of those receivers play Minnesota at home this week and then at Detroit. Like, those are a couple good. Yeah, and, a couple good and, matchups. And you saw what, what Keenan Allen did to him. So, if... Yeah. Uh, if 
I like it if Andy Dalton stays the quarterback. If they go back to Bryce Young, I don't like it quite as yes. much. Um, yep. So, um, someone pay attention to it. it would not at all be surprising if they gave Bryce Young uh, some time to uh, try to grow here in a, the next couple of weeks um, so that he can actually see over his offensive line to throw uh, to his receivers. So, um, wow, maybe, we just went to maybe, a high yeah, joke. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll give him some time to, to grow. Goodness. Um, uh, you're welcome. Chark, if you miss out on Dalton, who's available, or I'm sorry, Thielen, available in 54% of the league, Chark is rostered in just about 40%. Um, are you spending any fab on Thielen or Chark? Like less than five bucks? Yeah, I, I would cap it there. Because um, yeah. once Bryce comes back, that caps them. Yeah, Bryce just relies on Hayden Hurst, and they just don't do they just don't do a whole lot. Um Denver, Marvin Mims. Yeah, a couple a big bit. weeks. Sneak, a couple sneaky big weeks. Although, I mean, who knows what's going on with that offense? That thing's a mystery. He even gave him a couple carries, too, which I like. Um, 20 fantasy points the last week, 18 fantasy points this week. Um, I mean... Guy in, a, figures, in a blowout in, in a blowout figures out how to get into the end zone though do admire him for that uh just really an efficient usage though like three of five targets for 73 yards rushed once for three yards and returned two kickoffs he returned a kickoff for a touchdown um so i i don't know if there's anything there like week one he scored three points i think that's what you're looking at more likely more often than yeah, not tough Tough to crack the Sutton Judy uh, combination yeah. too. Um, it was nice to see Judy come on a little bit towards the end, even though you know they were down by fifty. <laughs> Literally, yeah. The uh, it, it should be noted. All I like, I would definitely back to the quarterbacks real quick. I would start Russ Wilson this week against the Bears, um, and and I would have no problem starting Sutton or Judy um, against the bear secondary where Russ is going to have all day to throw. So um, something to mention there, somebody else that uh, I think bears were talking uh, bears, not any bears wide receiver, but Romeo Dobbs uh, <laughs> after he did score against the bears uh, in the first week uh, with no Christian Watson, I kind of, everybody kind of thought he was going to be the guy. He's only rostered in 27% of leagues uh, week one. Guess what? He uh, was the guy. He yeah he scored two touchdowns on five targets uh, followed it up with a disappointing two for thirty um, but this past week against the Saints ended up with twelve targets five for seventy three and a touchdown at the end uh, for the Packers um, so you know two out of three games he's got fourteen and a half or more fantasy points and half PPR which is pretty good Romeo Dobbs how much sugar are you uh, dropping on Romeo he's rostering twenty seven percent of leagues. Yeah, a couple bucks. Still, still hard to trust. Although, as you went over his playoff schedule earlier, uh, he, he's got some juice. Yep. Uh, the next guy I want to point out is Calvin Austin, who popped off. Uh, was on my roster last week. I dropped him after they got obliterated, or not obliterated, but after they <laughs> dealt with Cleveland. Um, Cleveland last week again. This is just because Deontay Johnson is out on IR. Uh, Calvin Austin uh, stepped in for him in last week's game, only had four targets, uh, one catch for 10 yards, one rushing attempt for negative two yards on an end around that didn't go anywhere. But this week, 
against Las Vegas, six targets. Okay, edging up a little bit. Um, turned those into a whopping two catches, <laughs> but for 72 yards, scored on that very, very long 72-yard touchdown. So, um, I just I, I I would not. I don't. I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I, it's I mean, the snaps are there, maybe, the yeah, separation is there, but would not have, would not spend a dollar. Have you watched any of the Steelers games? Or have you? I have actually. What do you think of their offense? Like, what does Pickett look like to you? It just he he looks fine. I mean, when when you have to play the 49ers and the Browns to start the season, like you're not going to look very good. Yeah. So, so the first week that he's not facing a top five defense, he looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 I do not have a problem with the, with the Pittsburgh offense. I know, um, Najee started a little slow and Warren's kind of more of a, a gadget, gadgety running back, but, um, they'll, they'll figure it out. Cause they always do. Cause they're the Steelers and the bears always suck. Cause they're the bears. Um, yeah, and on, I, I just want to share my two cents on the, the Steelers backfield. I really don't think please? that Warren is going to be like a full-time splitting carries running back. It's just because I agree. Those first two running backs were just so anti actual running offense. I mean, Najee, once you actually get into a semi favorable script, had 20 carries or 19 carries yesterday against Las Vegas. So granted, he only turned it into 65 yards. Yes. Yeah, it should also be noted. It's not like he had giant hole. Like he was getting the shit kicked out. He of him. was. And it, it seems like so often when he gets the ball, there's already two, two or three defenders 100%. touching him be, behind the line of scrimmage. So I, yeah. I still think but the then, talent's there. But then Warren on some check down has nobody around him and runs for 15 yards. And the announcers right. always blow up about how Warren is just so much more electric. It's like, dude, Najee could have done the same damn thing. He's just not on the field. Right. It right. just oh, frustrates you're, me. You're, you're exactly right. Uh, t- talking about uh, the biggest wide receiver injury of the day, Mike Williams went out for the Chargers. He looks like he's going to be out for the season. And so there is a potential potential opportunity here. And so are you looking at Quentin Johnston uh, or are you more of a Joshua Palmer guy uh, for the Chargers? Um, well, I mean, right now the answer is Josh Palmer, seven targets, four catches, 66 yards and a score. So um, most people are going to go towards the, the first round pick in Johnston, though. They can, and it might be that way by the end of the season, but I would say for at least the next month or two, Palmer's going to be the guy. Like, Quentin Johnson has not had the rapid rise that some of these other receivers have had. Like, he's not doing Tank Dell stuff on limited snaps, or he's just, he's not getting the exposure. Like he's he was the fourth wide receiver on the depth chart. Did not usurp Josh Palmer. Mike Williams goes out. Josh Palmer just gets more work. So I think for now, Josh Palmer is probably my preferred ad. Um, how much fab are you spending on Palmer after his seven targets? I don't think you need to spend much because I don't think anybody's paying attention to him. So. I, I wouldn't spend more than like a couple bucks. 
Yeah, so through three games, Palmer has 13 targets, which is one-third of uh, Keenan Allen's total and half of Williams's. Quentin Johnston has been targeted eight times all season. Yeah, and and Josh Palmer last year, three games without Mike Williams. Um, he had eight for 106 and two touchdowns, five for 56 and seven for 60. Um, and that's a respectable so, flex. I mean, that's... For sure, yeah. And, and I don't think you need to spend anything to get him. Um so I, I like him as kind of a flying under the radar uh, type ad uh, for the Chargers. Yeah, the, and I love the Chargers schedule too. Um, playoff schedule is at Las Vegas, Buffalo at home, at Denver. So two out of three of those I think are pretty nice. Uh, home yep. against Las Vegas next week too. So, Yep. Uh, on to the tight end position. Hunter Henry uh, crapped the bed last week after me saying he's probably a top 10 guy the rest of the way. Although facing the Jets defense does not help. Uh, enter uh, Jason, your guy, Sam Laporta uh, from the University of Iowa, tight end university. Crazy how their offense can't score more than like 10 points a game, yet they, oh, the NFL is just chock full of, of Iowa tight, tight ends. ends. Oh, yeah, man. We're everywhere. <laughs> uh, Laporta, 11 targets, 8 for 84 and a touchdown. Uh, he's been getting better every single week um, and I think is a must start uh, go, going forward, If especially if you're, you're kind of weak at the tight end spot. Must start, must add. How much fab are you putting on Sam Laporta? Uh, what is it? A rookie receiving record with 11 targets, eight catches. Yeah. So, uh, he's rostering 63% of leagues. So it doesn't technically count. Uh, I think if he's available, um, I would spend 10 to 15% to get him. Um, and I, I think he's locked into, a uh, a pretty good target share every week, uh, five, six and 11 so far for the rookie, um, who's kind of just getting started. Uh, Detroit playoff schedule, Denver at home at Minnesota, so just deliciousness for the first two weeks. He can get you there at Dallas in the championship. Might be a little bit tougher. That's still fine with, with no digs. Um, and then just to, to talk about defenses real quick. Um, I mean, do a look ahead, see who the Jets are playing, see who the Bears are playing, and just pick up pick up the defense the week before. Every, every single week. Like, you outbid me for uh, for the Chiefs. Um, and so I defaulted over to the Patriots. That was fine because they had the 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 Jets. I, if you happen to pick up Kansas City, you get the two for one special because they play the Jets next week, uh, which which is wonderful. Um, so, I mean, just be looking ahead and, and take a look. Who's playing the Jets? Who's playing the Bears? And go pick up their defense the week of or a week early if, if you have an extra roster spot. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll chuck Denver into that mix, too. Yeah, I mean Russell Wilson's put up points. Their offense yeah. hasn't really been been that much of a problem. It's just that their defense is bad. Um, with with the Bears and the Jets, their offensive just anemic. -y. Their offenses are anemic. I don't don't know if that was a word or not, but like there's no yards, especially in leagues where where yardage counts. Like fantastic, like light up the Jets, light up the the Bears. Um, at, at least at this point. So I, I think that's the advice. And um, on a week to week basis, like I don't know, like my wife is starting the commanders against the, the, the bills. It's just like, that was a mistake. Like, don't, don't do that. So, you know, I'll always be looking ahead check the schedules and um, stream defenses. Cause it's easier. 
Yes. All right. I don't have anything else on anyone else. Uh, good luck, everyone, this week. And uh, yeah, are, are, do we should we talk about any quarterbacks? Are you going out and putting anything down on like CJ Stroud? I don't think you have to because there's so many people that have quarterbacks. Like, are people going to spend fab on the on a backup? Like, I, I just find that hard to believe. Um, so I, I feel like you can just go pick up a quarterback. You don't even need to spend anything back to on back them. twenty point games. You got love out there too. Yeah. Spend your spend some fab this week. It's the I tell you what, man, you want to spend the fab at the beginning of the season. It's really Yeah. That's that's the time to do it. So <clears throat> everyone, good luck and may the odds for your waiver wire picks be ever in your favor. Spend the fab. Is this the Hunger Games? It is. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't want to bring up beating me by 40 in our league. I'm you, a gentleman. You didn't, you didn't want to rub any salt in my... Well, it, it almost makes it worse that you didn't bring it up like because I know that you want to and so you not doing it's just annoying. Well, you complained about me getting the Chiefs defense over you and... I didn't I, complain. I wasn't, unha- I wasn't unhappy about that. No, no um, like when the waiver wire claim process, oh, you that was stupid. And yeah, that, that was dumb. And your defense still outscored me by a point and I still beat you by 40. So like, I just, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, okay. you, you did. Uh, Nico Collins came up with the, with nothing. I mean, when Keenan Allen has what, what do you have? 15 catches through a touchdown, like 18 catches, <clears throat> pay your respects. Yeah. Right. And, you know, with you getting CMC and Kittle off to a hot start, like you were projected for like 125 the whole week. And then it was higher than that after Thursday. And I was just like, whatever, this isn't going to go well. So, um, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I two, two, two and one in every league, oh, and three in our league of record. Uh, but with Taylor hopefully coming back and uh, Kamara, um, I, I got a shot. But just I'm just I lament the fact that that Aaron Rodgers got hurt because I really want to see what Garrett Wilson would have done with a healthy Aaron Rodgers because I just can't imagine. Uh, like, I haven't even started Garrett Wilson the last couple of weeks um, because of the Zach Wilson exper- experience. It's just awful. So R- RIP to all your Zach. Like, you, I know you don't want this, but you almost rather Zach Wilson, uh, or sorry, um, Garrett Wilson be hurt than have to, like, figure out if you should be starting. and look at him. Yeah, because it, it's painful of what, what should have been. Yeah, what should have been, 100%. Just wild how fast that changed and how just devastating it is for that whole offense. I'm so glad that we were telling people to stay away from Brees Hall in year one because that, coupled with the fact of the whole Aaron Rodgers injury, if anybody listened to us, it potentially saved them because you're not in – a giant mess with that too, on top of everything else. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's true. So somebody else I want to talk about real quick, just cause I find it interesting. Um, is it the bachelor, uh, the aged, the old guys, <laughs> the, the seniors, the golden years bachelor. It, it wasn't. Would you, I mean, I'll, the floor is yours. Yeah. So the golden bachelor is a brand new, uh, TV series. <laughs> it's a dating game show and it's first series premiering Thursday, September 28th at 7 PM central standard time on ABCB. Um, hashtag not an ad. 
Yeah. So uh, basically, there are several <laughs> women vying for Grandpa Jerry's heart. Um, oh, God. Fans and critics have been wondering if the female contestants would be well age appropriate for the show uh, because the leading man, Jerry Turner, is 72 years old. Um, the women so of the Golden the Bachelor yeah. will range from 60 to 75 years young. Many are retired, divorced, have grown children and grandchildren. Uh, includes a fitness instructor, Chicago honey bear, NFL cheerleader, a wedding efficient. See, I'm keeping it local. We're just, we're football adjacent right now. Football adjacent. You have a pro aging coach, so, a midlife speaker. Uh, also, there's Patty, who's the mother of Matt James, who starred on The Bachelor season 25. So, you know, it's keeping it in the family. Uh, but Turner is a widower, two granddaughters, two daughters, married his high school sweetheart, had a wonderful life together for 43 years. In 2017, she suddenly fell ill. And now six years later after her passing, he is ready to find love again. Thank you, ABC, for bringing us this fantastic TV show that I cannot wait to provide regular updates on. <clears throat> The Golden Bachelor, again, kicking off September 28th. <laughs> I just, I could not be out on anything more. Well, if you're out on that, then you'll love this. Bachelor in Paradise. No? I'm glad the writer's strike is over. Bachelor in Paradise, season nine, episode one, also premiering this Thursday, September 28th, after The Golden Bachelor, where standouts <laughs> and fan favorites from The Bachelor okay, and right, The we, Bachelor we really return. We really don't need you to, to You don't even want to know who's appearing? That's literally the best I, part. No, I don't know anybody. I, okay. Thankfully. Well, Jesse Palmer and Wells will be there. Wells obviously is the bartender. Everybody loves Wells. What's not to love? Um, That can't possibly be his name. uh, You're right. It's not his. Actually, just kidding. It is his first name. I thought it was his last name. It's his name is Wells Adams. Sorry, BIP Nation. Don't come for me. Um, So, yeah. Um, I just don't get the appeal of any of that. Um, I am just very proud of us that, um, that we did not talk about, um, Taylor Swift for the entire episode. So, oh, but you just brought it the, up. So now we have to, well, the amount of coverage is so stupid. Like, yeah, find something else to talk about. That's Anything I, I don't, I don't even want to talk about, about it because it's so stupid. I just, I don't, I just, who cares? I, I physically, I just don't understand because they've said like, if, if you are on TikTok at all, it is literally everything. For some reason, they made a damn documentary about Jason Kelsey, which I just physically don't fucking understand because Jason Kelsey or Travis Kelsey, Jason, it, it's, okay. it, I, I, it's on, I think Netflix. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's silly. How does an NFL center, how is he that provocative? Like, it's just, it's the most boring, one of the most boring positions in the entire league. The guy gets like a documentary. They're just two like nice bros. They got this podcast, New Heights, whatever. Like, I just, I don't, I just don't understand any of it. But if you listen to the podcast, which is all over TikTok with all the clips, 
Kelsey had Travis talked about going to a T Swift show. Why the hell else would, would Travis Kelsey go to a Taylor Swift concert if he's not trying gone. to get with her? Okay, but he paid Buku Bucks, was in this big private section, made a friendship bracelet for her that he wanted to give to her with his number on it. I mean, come on, of course. Of course he's trying to get at that. She was the biggest thing. Like, so I just... Like it's been several months and like they hit it off. Well, there was like very obviousness. If you listen to him, get asked more than one question about her. Like what's his Travis, what's your favorite music right now? Who's your favorite artist? And then all the other guys at camp ribbing him about how he's list. Can't stop listening to Taylor Swift right now. Like it's very catchy. It's just, I just don't know why we're so shocked that two people who are very obviously been dating for like three months or two months now, like the girl goes to the football game to support the guy. And it's just like national damn headlines. I don't like, what did you expect? What, what did we expect? So I mean, good job. Good job for Travis. I believe his jerseys, uh, Jersey sales rocketed into the top five uh, and he gained like 400,000 uh, new social media followers or something like That's that. That's fantastic. So, hey, good, good job by them. Um, Swifties, maybe I'll start man. dating Taylor Swift. So our podcast will take off. Well, I'm a married man, but you go ahead. Me Bear. too. <laughs> I'll make a friendship bracelet for you. So stupid. Uh, my wife listens to this podcast. <laughs> I'm contractually obligated. Oh no, I kid, I kid. But you can make hopefully, me a friendship hopefully. bracelet. We can make them for each other if you like. Yeah, please uh, reach out to. You can send us an email at uh, the fantasy football sackos at gmail dot com, and we'll send you a friendship bracelet as well. Hopefully, your teams are off to a good start. Uh, spend some fab this week. It's week four. It's crazy. It's going fast. All right. Thank you guys so much. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.